Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. It's day 17 of my 90 day challenge to rebuild my relationship with money, question all of my old beliefs and stories, and get to the root of everything that's been uh, out of alignment with my relationship with money. Okay, today's thought is I'm going to run out of money. And whenever we're doing the work on a future possibility, like I'm going to, um, one thing I remember Byron Katie saying at some point is to try to make it as present as possible because really the fear is I'm running out of money. So <clears throat> we're going to do the work on I'm running out of money. And that's what I encourage you to do the work on, even if there's this kind of futurizing that you notice your mind is doing. All right, so let's dive in. The first thing... Uh, about this thought, kind of the context of why it came up, is that uh, basically anytime I buy a new thing, this thought comes up, I'm running out of money because I'm spending money. And it, I'm basically equating spending money to running out of money. And this came up because I just bought a really nice new projector. And uh, <clears throat> even though I waited for the day that it go, went on sale, which is today. Um, I invested in this expensive machine and instantly I'm running out of money came into my mind. So let's find out if it's really true. So the thought is I'm running out of money. Is that true? And again, it's always important to go into the most vulnerable, scared, upset place and spend a moment asking that place. And as I sat there, I thought, well, yeah, I can't buy expensive things because then I'll run out of money. And it just sort of spun again and again on that thought. And I actually went and looked at my bank account um, and and I, I did, I actually looked at my bank account. Uh, and then I, when I sat down in meditation, I spent a while just looking at my mental images of my bank account. I'm running out of money. Is that true? The actual answer is no, I'm not running out of money. <clears throat> when I looked at my bank account and when I reflected on my bank account, the answer was clearly no. In reality, that's not what's happening. In my mind, that's what's happening. And that, I think, was the most powerful uh, first realization about this thought, I'm running out of money, is I was able to, because I had such a clear reality check of, no, this is not what's actually happening, I was able to see, oh, this is really the power of the thought and the power of the thought to, to make it feel real and to make it seem uh, like very serious and deadly and um, dire. So uh, so take a look at that no and really sit with it when you do the work. Okay, great. So 
instantly what I noticed is I was scared and like a whole body adrenaline kind of scared. And I started to see images of this kind of dark black hole of loneliness and like uh, there's nobody around. It's just me kind of going down, running out of money, going down into this dark hole where I'm just getting worse and worse and worse, this sort of endless downward spiral into darkness. <clears throat> and I, as I sat there in meditation, feeling it, I've more and more come into the practice of how important it is to like be with those feelings and not try to change them, but just really be with them, love them, notice them and, and feel everything. So as I was feeling, so what I wrote down is, um, I was so scared that I wanted to cry, which is pretty scared and pretty much adrenaline and, and just so much of this deep loneliness. And then I had uh, this memory come up of all of these times when I was a kid and I wanted something, whether it was a game that I wanted to buy or a toy that I wanted and I would go to my mom and I would, you know, say, Hey, I really want this thing. And I, I really want it. It's really important. And can I have it? And can we go buy it? And can I get it now? And I remember often she was really stressed about money. I mean, she was supporting three kids and I can understand that. And I always got the feeling like she, if she would say yes, it was a guilty thing because I had sort of like pestered her enough that she just broke. And otherwise she would say, no, um, we don't have enough money. And so it was always this story of like, if we get the thing, it's gonna, like we don't have enough money, so it's gonna run us out of money. Uh, so that always was associated with buying new things. Um, Okay, let's see. Right, so when I would convince her to buy it, whether it's that, you know, I, I really need it for school, even if it's something that I actually really wanted to use, not particularly for school, um, or maybe it's because all my friends had it and I wanted to fit in and I was making a fuss about that, that even if I finally convinced her to buy something, I would then feel the the like, well, okay, here I'm eking it out, you know, eking out the pennies. So I would feel this really intense shame and in receiving the thing, I felt horrible. And I felt guilty buying things that I really wanted. And that is the association here that this whole thought is sort of built around is, I want something, I feel shame about that. And the whole process gets mired in that kind of shame and doubt and confusion. And so I just noticed like when I was sitting there, it took me a while. I had to spend about 10 or more minutes just breathing with this little one who like wanted to buy a drum set or a, a, a video game and just wrecked with this like guilt where it's like I want it and then maybe I get it but then I feel really bad about it and then I hate it because I feel so bad about it and now I just want to throw it away but 
but no, but I have to prove that it was worth the money. So now I have to spend all of my time doing it. And I have to make it even, even bigger than, than I, than it is. And I have to make sure that I'm always seen using it, but then sometimes I don't want to use it because I want to do something else. And then now I feel guilty that I'm not using it. And, and it just became this like overwhelming storm. And that happens basically every time I buy something to the point where I often don't know anymore if I even want it. I don't know if it's, if I need it. I don't know if it's a good thing. Uh, I can't tell if I'm wasting money, if I'm investing in something that is really worthwhile or that will make me more money. The whole thing gets really confusing. And what I've ended up doing as sort of a, a band-aid solution is just asking other people, is this something that I need? <laughs> Which they can't actually answer for me, but uh, my kind friends have sort of helped me, you know, ask me questions and so on to get through it. But this is a, a real problem uh, that is worth getting into the root of. So my uh, number four of totally free from the thought, I actually did it a little bit uniquely today. Uh, and I want to share this process that I came up with with you, um, which is that I, I took that little one who was crying and shaking and uh, sort of hyperventilating and feeling like really guilty and like I've wronged my mom and like I I, I don't know what to do, and now I have this thing, and I don't know if I like it or not. And so I just started by breathing with that place, and just, you know, I'd, I'd asked my inner self for support. So I, I showed up and just helped myself breathe. And then after about 10 minutes or so of that, I said, okay, let's start with the very first thing. You want this projector. Or, for example, I want this really nice, really nice set of cast iron pans, right? And that's the thing I haven't not, have not purchased yet. So feeling the want is the first step. And just noticing all of the beautiful things about just, just that piece. Just feeling the want, feeling the desire. That experience is a whole experience in itself. And that, it was immediately linked into shame. So I spent a while just being with the want. And I really encourage that, right? That was step number one. Okay, and step number two, after I had really celebrated that, was to look at the money and say, okay, do I have enough money right now that I can spend on this? Does this seem like a reasonable purchase? If I'm looking over the next few months, does it seem like that's going to really negatively affect me? If I'm looking at, uh, do, I, do I really need this thing? Will it help my enjoyment? Will it, so like, will it, will it help my enjoyment? Will it help me make more money? Uh, are there, you know, reasons to, to buy this thing? Uh, is it just an impulse buy would be on the other side of that. So I took a while facing the money situation, just square on. Is this, is this a reasonable thing? Do I have enough money right now that I can buy it without going into debt? And so on. And I looked at it and yes, this is a thing I've been wanting for a while, for a long time actually, several years, uh, this projector. And uh, finally, it feels like I can make that uh, dream come true now. So that felt good and it wouldn't negatively impact me 
in the future. Um, it's just an expense. So then the next step was about receiving because that receiving the thing had then also been tied in with shame. So each step of the way, I'm breaking this down to see if I can experience in a new way what that, what that whole experience is. So looking at money from a really clear place is different from looking at money from a frantic, overwhelmed place. Because in that place, I can't actually sit down and do the math. And that want is really important to just feel the want before doing anything else. So then it comes to receiving, and I'm sitting in the, the feeling of receiving this projector, which previously it's always been, I have this thing, I feel guilty that I bought it, and then I feel like I both have to use it, and now I don't want to use it because I feel so shitty about having it. So I just thought, what if, what if I could celebrate and welcome it in? <sighs> Yeah, I learned from Gay Hendricks that breathing with your arms can change your whole body state. So what if I could celebrate receiving this gift that I'm giving myself? I'm giving myself a gift. How cool is that? And I'm giving myself a gift that I've wanted for years and something that for a whole number of reasons, it will help me build more community and that I can watch movies on a big screen and have a great experience with people. Um, I've been thinking of testing it out as a computer monitor so that I'm not looking at a, a digital screen, but I'm just looking at a wall with colors, which is better for your eyes. There's all these reasons why I've wanted it and also just because it's cool to have a really big kind of visual. I love that experience. All of those reasons, receiving those with the thing, because that's why I'm buying the thing is for all those feelings, yeah. And then the final step is the having of the object, right? Because then I'm gonna have this object for a long time, uh, potentially 10 or more years. And over that time, am I gonna resent it because I bought it and then I felt shitty about it and now I don't really wanna use it because every time I use it, I feel guilty. So the opposite of that, the real free of that whole story is loving and cherishing. And I was sitting in meditation in this very fuzzy, warm bathrobe uh, that I bought a year ago or so. And it was a similar thing where I you know, thought, oh, do I need this fuzzy bathrobe? Seems extravagant. But I get really cold, which is why I bought it. And it was so warm that I was feeling that as I was doing the work, and I was just thinking, wow, I love this bathrobe. I love the shit out of this bathrobe. And I really cherish it. Um, so spending the time feeling that, and, and this is the thing I want to do with this projector, is like really cherish it and use it fully and, and you know, love it and, and use it right. It's all of that feels really important. I'm going to leave it there for today. No turnarounds. Do them on your own. And I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot.
Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.